0: Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today morning podcast on the 25th of November, 2022. I'm Andy Eubank with the latest Indiana farm news, markets, and weather podcast made possible by first farmers bank and trust proudly serving local farms families and agribusiness for over 135 years online it's ffbt.com today on the podcast the indiana farm expo coming next month has a speaker lineup that will help you prepare for farming in 2023 and how one Hoosier's childhood gift led to his passion for helping Toys for Tots. Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin has sun in our near-term weather forecast, and we'll review the Wednesday markets which were higher. This is the HAT Morning Podcast. The land of the free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank & Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit ffbt.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: The High Ground Podcast.
0: Everything from energy and fuel. And it's always like clean oil because most of my stuff leaks. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. To agriculture. We go from the cute and cuddly phase to the not so cute and
2: cuddly phase. Yeah, you best. can cuddle with them at 290 pounds. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably against your will, well, I'm guessing. Well, and, well, other things.
0: He calls them all variable costs. That's bull. Ah. <laughs> They're not variable costs.
2: <laughs> I think you meant to say that's a fertilizer, right? Staying <laughs> on topic.
0: Listen now on all platforms. Planning for the future with the help of the Indiana Farm Expo and giving a gift to a child in need. This is Hoosier Ag Today. I'm Andy Eubank reporting on agriculture. Long days and late nights take a toll on your mind and body, so take care of yourself. Visit extension.purdue.edu slash farmstress for tips. At the annual December Farm Show in the Indianapolis area, preparing for planting crops in 2023 and beyond is the focus. The Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo is held at Grand Park in Westfield just north of Indy December 13th through 15th. Show manager Gary Truitt says to help farmers prepare, there is equipment on the show floor, but also
3: on the floor is a stage with guest speakers throughout the three days. We've always tried to bring very practical and timely topics uh, to the show so that when farmers are coming to uh, the expo to see the latest equipment, they can also get some good tools they can take home that will help them prepare uh, for the upcoming growing season that in recent years has included new technology because there's so much new technology that's hitting the market. So we really have tried to in the past few years with the seminar series and again this year with the seminar series as well, focus on some of the new emerging technology.
0: That technology is or will be part of farm
3: operations. So what can you expect to see and hear about? We're focusing on artificial intelligence. We're focusing on precision agriculture. We're focusing on drones and the advances that have taken place in drone technology and drone uses. And we've also got some robotics. More and more automated and robotic technology is impacting agriculture. We'll have some robots uh, and folks who are demonstrating how those impact agriculture and the opportunities it provides farmers in their operation going forward.
0: On Wednesday, December 14th, a series of Outlook seminars will be presented, also designed to give farmers a jump start on 2023.
3: Start out with uh, Purdue and the Center for Commercial Agriculture. Jim Mintert and his team will be there to talk about the economy, to talk about the finances, to make recommendations for farmers on their uh, plans or financial plans and budgets for the new year. We have a market team there will be there. John Zanker and uh, Mike Silver, who are regular contributors, will be there to talk about the markets. Ryan Martin, our meteorologist, will be there to talk about the weather forecast and a planting forecast for spring of 2023. Well-known Chad Colby of Colby Ag Tech presents
0: both Tuesday and Wednesday with a technology forecast. He'll outline what kind of technology is coming both short-term and long-term. On the final day of the show, there is a first,
3: a special program on women landowners. This is the first time we've really begun to address. We've had more and more women coming to the expo. We see more and more women uh, involved in farming operations. So again, we really want to provide a seminar that that spoke to some of the issues and the needs of of women involved in agriculture.
0: The Indiana Farm Expo, December 13, 14, and 15. Hours are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Tuesday and Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Thursday. The Expo is a totally free show with free parking too. With the Christmas season now upon us, you never know how giving a gift to a child may impact the rest of their life. C.J. Miller joins us now profiling one Hoosier and how one gift he received as a child continues to inspire him to help others in need.
4: It makes me feel really good knowing that we're going to bring so much joy to children all over Indiana. And that's Justin Butler with Bain
0: Welker Equipment. Justin still remembers the toy that he received as a child, from the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve's Toys for Tots program.
4: I grew up with a single mom in Terre Haute, Indiana, and uh, back in the day, I got a car, like a model car, a die-cast car, and I remember it was like a gold mask car, and I was just so happy to be able to open that up and uh, play with that, and uh, I had it for many, many years. Later as an adult, Justin was involved with the Toys
0: for Tots program, firsthand.
4: Growing up and becoming a Marine myself in 2013, I was actually stationed in central Indiana and I got to participate in Toys for Tots. That love grew from that. So I have, you know, those three years of collecting toys from uh, businesses like Bain Welker all over central Indiana and then getting those toys counted and distributed to those children all across uh, Indiana.
0: When Justin started working for Bain Welker Equipment, he got their company involved in the Toys for Tots program
4: as well. Bainwalker equipment as a whole and the employees wanting to do this program means a lot. I know what the program's about and them being willing to just fully immerse themselves and get every store across the entire Bainwalker family involved. It just means a lot to me to see that they dedicate this time and effort all into this program to help bring Kewawei to the communities. I think it just bonds us together. And it's just really good to see. You
0: can drop off a new unwrapped toy at any Bain Welker equipment location across Indiana now through December 9th. You can find those locations and hear my full interview with Justin Butler at HoosierAgToday.com. I'm CJ Miller. Thank you, CJ. I'm Andy Eubank. This is Hoosier Ag
3: Today. Timely, relevant, credible. Have you ever considered a career in agriculture? There are dozens of agribusinesses that have opportunities to work in this exciting field. These are high-paying positions with on-the-job training and advancement. On December 15th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Grand Park in Westfield, Indiana, these companies will be on hand for the Indiana Ag Career Fair. Come talk with these organizations. Then walk the show floor of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo and experience the world of agribusiness. December 15th at Grand Park in Westfield. More details at indianafarmexpo.com.
2: I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Act today's Indiana Farm forecast. A little bit of moisture moving through the overnight hours through Indiana, but we are already getting better sunshine potential to come out. High pressure analyzed this morning over western parts of Illinois, eastern Iowa. That's gonna give us our full sunshine by mid to late afternoon. We're looking at a sunny Saturday as well with clouds waiting to increase until after sunset. So yeah, two great days here to be out and about. We do have moisture that lifts up into the Hoosier State going through the overnight hours this Saturday and into and through Sunday. Right now, I'm gonna say a quarter to one inch of rain. Yep, all rain at this point. We see colder air coming in behind the system overnight, Sunday night into early Monday. Maybe we're seeing a few sloppy wet snowflakes in there, but I don't think it's much, mostly just cloud cover. And we're cool through Monday with clouds giving way to sunshine. Temperatures moderate again next Tuesday, and our next round of moisture comes in overnight Tuesday night through Wednesday with another quarter to one inch of rain. Here we have a slightly higher likelihood of rain ending as snow Wednesday night into early Thursday. However, I think the coldest air comes in after precipitation is done. We are colder to finish the week, near normal, maybe even a bit below for Thursday and Friday. Going into the weekend, Saturday the 3rd, Sunday the 4th, we have a cool Canadian high-pressure dome that settles down in, so I think we're colder yet there. That's where we're probably most likely below normal on temperatures. And then once we go into the week of the 5th, we're looking at chilly conditions without a lot of precipitation, at least the way it's coming together right now. You take a look at the larger picture across the entire countryside. We have high pressure, that cold Canadian high, dominating all the way back into the northern plains, and even the upper... Rockies, northern Rockies in the northwest, Pacific Northwest, not seeing a lot of action come in there. So we could be mostly dry the week of the 5th. That's the way things are stacking up. Have a great rest of your day. I'm meteorologist Ryan Martin. Harvest means early mornings, late nights, and long days in the field. While you're out there each day until the last pass is made and the job is done, know that your friends at Farm Credit Mid-America see your hard work and appreciate all of your long hours. We know that harvest is a busy season for you. But when you need a lender that can rise with you, give us a call at 800-444-FARM. This fall, we rise together. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender.
0: Grain markets go up ahead of the Thanksgiving Day break this is who's your ag today i'm andy eubank with the wednesday farm market review brought to you by seed genetics direct providing quality seed free delivery personalized service and local research data along with published prices seedgeneticsdirect.com Numbers from Wednesday trade coming up. First market analysis, and I secured that at the end of trade with Tom Fritz, EFG Group in Chicago. Tom, we have a higher move by the end of Wednesday trade going into the Thanksgiving Day break. So markets drifted a little lower through the day and then turned around, drifted a little higher. Would drift be an appropriate term, though?
1: Oh, I think so, Andy. You know, volume uh, volumes down. You know, maybe we had a little bit of uh, December option expiration, uh, you know, in the nearby uh, wheat and corn contracts. But seems like the news, you know, behind uh, today's action, there was a lot of push pull. You know, like I could give you some bearish news, I could give you some bullish news, but a lot of folks are saying, well, this is what the grain markets do. The day before Thanksgiving, they rally. And I'm like, okay, what are they going to do the day after Thanksgiving? Give it back? But, you um, know, as far as the news goes, um, you know, the push-pull in corn, um, Brazil is finally shipping corn to China, which, uh, you know, the U.S. is not happy to see. But uh, the other side of that coin is it looks like the Mexican government is starting to back away from its total ban on uh, GMO corn. And Mexico is uh, the U.S.'s second biggest customer, you know, for uh, corn exports. And uh, the uh, Mexican president, he's he's leaning towards, okay, you know, we'll allow GMO corn for feed use only. Well, 90% of the corn uh, that we send down there, yes, it's GMO, and it is for feed use. Uh, food use corn uh, in Mexico is mostly white corn and uh mexico is uh self-sufficient in uh growing enough white corn uh for their uh, you know citizenship so a lot of push pull in the corn market today um call it we call it the lower dollar you know the lower dollar uh you know always helps uh you know because one of the big knocks against uh, u.s exports is the dollar makes all our exports so expensive and uh, in the wheat market, uh, once again, we had some uh, push-pull news um, last week, early this week. You know, there was a lot of talk about uh, the U.S. is going to import Polish milling quality wheat. Some folks will say, "No, nah, maybe German." But bottom line is, the story is we're going to import some milling quality wheat. So that just, you know, goes to uh, highlight the fact that. Uh, U.S. wheat is not only too expensive in the world export circles, but it's here too expensive for our own domestic usage. Well, then overnight uh, the rhetoric comes out that, well, maybe this uh, imports of uh, milling quality wheat from Europe is going to be for new crop. Well, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. But, uh, you know, maybe that's just me. But I think that allowed the wheat market to support – As well as the idea, you know, we've beat on wheat for, what, uh, four out of the last five days. So, a little technical support. Soybeans, it's it's a mixed bag. Um, You know, soybean oil has been, uh, what was it, last week? Soybean oil saw a vicious uh, break to the downside. And now for uh, the last uh, two and a half days, we've been retracing back to the, uh, you know, retracing that break. Meal market spins its wheels. It's not going anywhere fast. And uh, soybeans get caught in the middle. Um, You know, watching the weather in South America, we know uh, Argentina's got a dry bias. Yes, they've had some moisture recently. They're going to move into another dry spell. But supposedly the uh, further out forecast, the six to 10-day forecast, has better moisture for them. Uh, Brazil? Brazil, overall, I say overall, seems to be in decent shape. And uh, the reason I say overall is the uh, Brazilian soybean areas, they're as big as the United States total. So are you ever going to find, you know, just perfect growing conditions everywhere? No, you're not. But uh, the primary growing areas, they you know, they seem to be uh, okay weather-wise. So, you know, in that regard, I don't think the uh, soybean market's really going anywhere until, uh, you know, we see some more, uh, you know, call it a uh, dramatic, uh, weather play developed down there. Uh, this morning, the USDA announced 110,000 tons of soybeans sold to China. Well, that's two cargoes. That's almost bearish. It's so small. So, you know, with that said, uh, you know, the soybean market, we spin its wheels. And it's interesting, you know, cash markets for both corn and beans, the interior cash markets, meaning for the processor, uh, for the elevator, uh, all your domestic use uh, the basis levels have been firming you know it's almost like with the uh, bin door having been slammed shut now that uh, harvest uh, for all practical purposes is over yet the export basis has been sliding a little bit so hmm, you know it's kind of a double-edged sword in that regard um, the uh, situation on the uh, river systems is drying out again but there is some uh, decent rain in the forecast. At least it looks like decent rain in the forecast for the lower Mississippi. So we'll see if that uh, helps going forward. So, but. Uh you know, make it simple. Hey, the day before Thanksgiving, grain markets rally.
0: Tom Fritz at EFG Group in Chicago. Settlements now from Wednesday trade. December corn, six and a half up, 663 and a quarter. March, 666 and a quarter. That was a seven cent gain. About the same in beans. Jan, 1436, up six and a quarter. And March, up a nickel and a half at 1442. December wheat, a two cent jump, 793 and a half. Livestock was down. February, live. Cattle 155.42 down a dollar, and February lean hogs 88.80 down 127. Don't forget about the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo. We hope to see you in Grand Park, Westfield, Indiana, December 13, 14, and 15. A great show. It's free, free seminars, free parking, and plenty of things to see and do as you plan ahead for the 23 growing season. After a day off for the markets, it is on Friday a partial day of trade with markets closing at a little after 1 o'clock Eastern time. I'm Andy Eubank. For all of us at Who's Your Ag Today and our podcast sponsor, First Farmers Bank and Trust, have a great Friday, Black Friday. This is Who's Your Ag Today, timely, relevant, credible.